cool. All right, all right, let's get started. Jesus. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right, Movie the Podcast. It is was a shit was a shivember. What are we calling this one? Shank Shanksgiving. Shanksgiving. Oh, Shanksgiving's not bad. Let's go that's, with that if we're not already doing. I it. thought that's it's, what it was. It was thanks shiving. Thanks shiving. Just that's as good. Nobody, better. Nobody pays attention to me. So no. I, well, nobody I pays just, attention to anything. I just forget everything, Alec. It ain't your fault. Well, listen, everyone, take everything you've ever thought you've ever known about both football and Adam Sandler and just throw it clean out the window. Because yeah. we the watched Anthem Sandler. Anthem Sandler. Because <laughs> uh, we watched any given. No, we didn't. We watched what? The Longest Yard. What I want to see Adam Sandler's remake of Any Given Sunday now. Um. Yeah, we watched The Longest Yard, which is a remake. You got to fight for every inch. Question to the room. Has Go anyone ahead. seen the original? I know your answer, Gogs, but has anybody seen the original uh, Longest Yard with with yes. Burt Reynolds? Is it any good? It's fine. Is it a comedy I, like this, or is it more? Yeah, like Yeah, it's it's thing? a comedy. It's a, it, but it's like a seventies yeah. comedy, so it's not like as just. It's not like as wacky. Mm. Although there's a there's there's a, we'll talk about it when we get to it. There's a bit in this one that's much funnier in the original. Oh, okay. Also, like I would have sworn that Jason Statham is in this movie, but he's actually in the Vinnie Jones soccer remake of it, which oh, is which just we, called we, Mean Machine. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit yeah. last week. Is is the scene you're talking about from the original? Is it uh have to do with Terry Crews character in McDonald's? I'm sorry, one more time. <sighs> is it about Terry Crews and McDonald's? Is it the original scene a reference to that? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Uh, all right. just in the 70s. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <yeah>. What? <laughs> all right. Uh, so, yeah, The Longest Yard, a movie that I am going to go out on a limb and I think shocked us all, at least. Oh, at yeah. Least. So, uh, lots of stuff to talk about, but uh, let's do what we do, what we do, when we do, when we do. And what did we watch this week? Starting it off with. <laughs> um, I watched a couple of things. Yes. Uh, one, I guess. One is tabled. Yeah. One is Anchorman, which I don't think we need to talk about. Anchorman. Hell yeah. Sequel, not so good. <laughs> I like the sequel. Never seen it. Mm-mm. The sequel has okay parts. Overall, it's not great. Alex, it's not as you... bad as like the Zoolander sequel, right? It's not that. No. Oh, okay. Have you... Alec, have you watched? And it might have been your DVD that I bought. I actually watched it on, but they like cut so much from the original movie that they like stitched together a whole nother movie. It's really weird. Like I forget what it's called. Even I think it was either a standalone DVD or like an extra to a DVD. But it's like an hour and ten minutes long. But it's this entire subplot that they cut out of Anchorman. Like it's really weird. Huh. I couldn't. I mean, that that would probably I would. That was the case for all those movies back then. There was so much riffing that they had so much extra yeah, footage absolutely. that they could make these crazy long like cuts if they wanted to. Is there like a 40-year-old virgin one, too? Maybe. But I, d- I definitely know there's an Anchorman one, because I, I want to say it was like a standalone DVD, and it's it's like really weird, because it's like almost a completely, like, it, of a, it's almost like a standalone film. It's really weird. But anyway... Besides, yeah, Anchor, Anchorman's still funny. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Hell yeah. 
watched a documentary last night called God Forbid. It's on hmm. Hulu. It's about the uh, uh, Jerry and Rebecca Falwell. Oh, okay. And, oh, and their fall from grace after she fell in love with the pool boy that she was fucking while Jerry Falwell was in the corner masturbating furiously. Hot. Oh. I didn't know yeah. that happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to watch this immediately. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. He, uh, he's He was kicked out of the church and everything. He kicked out of... Uh, Liberty University. Because that's his dad's thing, right? He's the son, right? Yeah, he's the son. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I oh, remember oh, I, I thought you meant I thought you meant senior. The, the now, father, that, yeah. now that you're talking about, like, yeah, I, I knew about junior. Yeah, Because really... it was on, like, a Behind the Bastards or something, maybe? Yeah, and Chapo, Chapo Trap House talks about Jerry Fowell Jr. Yeah. like, all the fucking time. Because he's such a fucking clown. Alec, what's uh, your favorite yeah. um, televangelist fall from Grace? Um, oh, I don't know. They're all great. I wish yeah, they're all would fall. <laughs> yeah, right. Joel Olstein's. Oh, yeah, you know what? Fuck that, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm partial to Ted Haggard, the one that, uh, the anti-homosexuality televangelist that got caught banging, like, umpteen, uh, <laughs> male hookers and doing crystal meth. Yeah. Is David Koresh considered a fall from grace for a televangelist? Well, he's not a televangelist. He was, televangelist. He was on TV. Fair. Was he on TV? <laughs> I, mean, I watched him burn alive. Uh, so that yeah. was. Was he evangelizing? I, if he wasn't, then we've got some faith issues to discuss. Hmm. Where did you watch um, that? It's on Hulu. I have to check it out. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, like most documentaries, there's points where it kind of meanders away from the point. You're kind of like, okay, let's let's focus back up. But overall, I thought it was good very uh intriguing it really focuses on the boy the boy and his uh <laughs> his experiences boy. his experiences with them and uh it's fucking wild but Is he a legit boy was he like a minor no he was like 20 okay he was a young boy but he's another one of those like I, I not a girl not yet a woman vaguely remember this but it's another one of these situations where rich people like have this guy that just lives in their guest house which is just like a weird thing that rich people do like oh a, yeah it's yeah, like a Kato like, Kalen situation don't don't mind like, him he's Chinese yeah they would like go on vacations <laughs> and take him on family vacations the kids would be like who's this guy it's so weird. Yeah, so your mom yeah. fucks. Well, I'm Jerry Falwell Jr. also the one that kept showing everybody pictures of his wife naked. Like, yes. is that the same story? Yeah, Ooh, I'm gonna Google guy. that. And he, uh, oh, and he also like really that part of it. But uh, he also used to tweet all the time, and he'd be like, you know, again, like he's a uh, he's like a, a a new age, not new age conservative, but he's like a MAGA guy too. Obviously, oh, so yeah. he, I he remember first he he basically legitimized Trump. He was the first one to give him. Ugh. Um, his endorsement out of all like the uh, the major religious figures who give endorsements, he's the one that started the whole. Uh, it's it's so funny, right? Because like they're just all scam artists. Like they like right, they can smell their own. You know what I mean? It's just like well, Trump makes is a, sense. A yeah. scam artist, and then they're like, oh, we're scam artists too, so we're all buddies. And then all that the was... morons that eat that shit up are like, see, they're man to god. It's a sex offender with a fugly wife. He'll endorse. He'll endorse Donald Trump. Oh, I thought he was talking about Donald Trump. Oh, he's also a sex offender, but his wife's less fugly. Um, 
Yeah, but that's not bad. It's on Hulu. I think it was like an hour and a half. I'll definitely check I think it out. I my PlayStation controller to connect. Uh, <laughs> the hell? I gotta pay attention to this whole podcast. <laughs> I can't play Call of Duty while I listen. I'm, uh, watching, no. I'm watching the football game. Um. Yeah, I did that last Oh, week. come on. Oh, my God. Give me a break. Sorry. Uh, the other movie is I the, myself. the table movie with... Uh, uh, just control yourself, like I did last week, like a grown-up human. I know. <laughs> well, you're a lot more mature. You're a lot more mature than I am. We all know this. Um, yeah. yeah the last thing I watched was uh, is tabled. We can talk about it now, or we can talk about it. Uh, just in talk a little about bit. It now. We can talk about right. it now. Uh, me and Teagles went out Friday night and had a little date night and went and yes, saw Black Panther: awesome. Wakanda Forever. Uh, and real quick before you get into the movie. The place that we saw the movie is like super cool. It's called Flagship Cinemas, and it's like yeah. a completely independent movie theater, which is just cool in and of itself. Like, it's neat to see a like a theater to go to a theater, and when they do like the credit roll, there's not like ads for AMC and Maria Mamunos and all that stuff. <laughs> like, they they don't have that. Like, it's actually kind of weird because there's no real preamble when they show credits. Because they're just rolling them as people are walking into the movie. Like, when the movie started, I was like, is this the movie? Because I'm so conditioned to how, you know, it is when you go to, like, an AMC. Or the a, movie starts. Yeah. Yeah, we saw, like, two trailers, but the lights were still up. Yeah, it was weird. During the trailers. Where's the theater? It's in uh, it's East on, Point. It's next to East Point Mall, basically. On Eastern Avenue out, uh, yeah, by East Point Mall. Right, like, right before you get to the bridge that takes you to, like... Essex proper. Oh, yeah. okay. It's cool. Um, it's really cool. That was the theater I saw Popstar in for the first time years ago, and they were just starting their renovation. There were, like, chairs with no bottoms and shit. <laughs> now they got these, like, big, huge, baller-ass recliners. Yeah, it was... And and the nice... the the One of my favorite aspects of the whole place is that the seats were, like, way spaced out, so if you had to get up and take a pee, there's, like way more room like you didn't have to do that like military crawl across people's uh, asses and butts to get get to get there you know it was great yeah um cool cool theater but anyway we watched uh uh ruth conda forever and, uh, i uh i i really enjoyed it actually i thought it was like it felt like a movie for adults like it it felt like a real movie it didn't feel like a marvel movie and it was a little slow and like I think it was a little too long, but I think that's the problem with every movie nowadays. But like overall, I I actually really enjoyed it. I thought like I thought it was the action was good. I liked all the characters. Like I don't know, I I enjoyed it. You could have trimmed down some of the some of the the shield bits, or I guess it's not shield, but like the white people interfering bits. That 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 subplot kind of went nowhere. But overall, oh, solid movie. Probably yeah, my favorite that- movie of Phase Four. Like, I, I thought it was good. I might have liked it better than Black Panther 1, to be honest. And there was all the stuff with, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. or, yeah, well, like, the CIA, whatever it was, were, like, wholly unnecessary. Yeah, you could have cut that That was, that was the subplot. stuff that was just a reason to, like, set up the next movie. Yeah, and it was, but, like, as much as I like, um, what's his name? Marty Martin Freeman. Freeman. Yeah, I like him a lot. Though I was telling Alec, like, I know he didn't have his accent in the last one. It's so weird to hear him speak without his accent. Like, it, he does a good job, but it's still weird to me. Yeah, but, he's not uh, like Benedict Cumberbatch. No. Like, <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. But, but like, I don't I, know, like, again, why couldn't he just be British? Right. right. Like, is, is like, it detrimental to his character to not just be British? And also, I love uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, but, like, again, like, those two characters kind of, like, when you, you stop and think about it after you watch the movie, you're like, that didn't really add anything to the overall plot. Like, they were just kind of there. And in a movie that's, like, filled with characters and kind of too long, like, it's three, four, or 240, which is oof. too long. It's too long. Yeah, they could have trimmed easily 20, to a, 20 minutes to a half an hour. Yeah. But, like, I like I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought even, it was really even with usually if a movie's too long, like I just get kind of annoyed with it. But like even though this was too long, like it was so good and uh everybody in it is really, really good. Yeah. Um The Submariner is fucking phenomenal. They did such like, a good job with Namor. Like they I added a lot of backstory so to him and they, they rounded him out a lot more than he is, I would say, even in the comics. And, like, what they added, like, they kind of made him this kind of, uh, like, uh, Aztec kind of, like, like uh, I don't even know how to say it. Like, he was, like, he was almost like a, like a Central American, like, god figure, which is, like, super cool. And it is also, like, in the yeah, movie or... they explicitly okay. say he's a mutant, which I okay. noticed, like, they use that M word and it sticks out real hard in the movie. I was like, hmm... Because you know how they, the didn't, comics... they didn't play the they didn't play the X Men theme when they said it though. No, no. <laughs> but you know how in the comics, like it's always like, well, Namor was the first mutant or whatever, yeah, or Apocalypse. Well, on... yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it used to be Namor, but now that's yeah. been retconned anyway. But you know what I mean. Um, but they did they did throw that M word out there. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. But he's really good in the movie, and I'm not familiar with that actor, but he's excellent. Like he, like Namor is one of the best parts of the whole movie. Like he's. He's layered, like, he's a lot like how I, like, Killmonger in the last one. Like, he's the bad guy, but you can understand his motivations. Um, does he does he yell Imperious Rex in the movie? He, he, like, he does, in, like, hell yeah. uh, some kind of ancient Spanish. Like, it's kind of cool. Like, I popped a little bit. Like, Dude, I don't that, know. That, Imperious Rex is the best battle cry in comics, like, full stop. That, yeah, it was, it was, I don't I really, I, I, I like, like Alex said, like, I just really, I don't know, I, I, I bought what this movie was selling. Like I really enjoyed it. And also um, I'm going to say this, that like Marvel and Disney took an amazing amount of restraint. There's no like CGI Chadwick Boseman ghost in this or like anything tacky like that. Like the movie felt like really respectful and I got, I got to be honest. It's, it's super sad. Like there's a lot of, you know, there's a funeral for T'Challa in the beginning of the movie. And it honestly, like it, you know, it's sad. Like we talked about, you know, Chadwick Boseman on the show when we had that whole month on him, but like, it's just really heartbreaking that he's not with us anymore. I mean, the guy with, he seemed like such a decent person. He was such a talented actor. Like, it's so sad that he, that he's gone. And I don't know, this movie definitely, definitely hits you in like uh, a real life feels, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah, tough. because it could have been like very cheaply done, especially because so much of the first movie involves like the ancestral plane that they could have just slapped him in there. Well, like... they, there's, and there's a scene where they, not to spoil anything, but they go to the uh, ancestral plane. And I thought for sure that you were going to yeah. get like force ghost Chadwick Boseman and bless them that they didn't do that. Um, yeah, I think Ryan Coogler's smart enough to, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, he's, it, he's he's the best director of well, like, then, any of the directors of Marvel movies. He's, oh yeah, for and sure. I, and I'm glad like, you brought that up, Alec, because this feels like this doesn't feel like a Marvel. This feels like a Ryan Coogler movie. Like this feels like more 
he wanted to make this movie less than it's just another product. Which, which at I least think, that's how the vibe I got. I think from it. that was my main complaint with the first movie. Not that I didn't like the first movie is that like when it felt like a Ryan Coogler movie, like the second act yeah. really feels like a movie he's trying to make. And then the third act evolves into every other superhero movie. Like, I agree. I agree with that. But I, I, I think this is really also all the performances are really good. Like I thought that, um, uh, oh my God, I can't think of her name. Uh, how Stella got her group back. Help me out. Angela here. Bassett. Angela, she is amazing in this movie. And it's like very like, I guess the first one was like this too, but it's very like melodramatic, very like Shakespearean, but it works. And Alec is so good in this movie. Alec, if you're going to chance, you got like an hour and a half to listen to something. Listen to, there's a guy named FD signifier that does a lot of YouTube videos and does this really good deep dive on black Panther. I think you'd really get a lot out of it. Like I think you'd enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The, the, uh, the Marvel intro at the beginning of this. Oh man. Yeah. Is, uh, it's just like a bunch of shots of Chadwick Boseman and they play no music. And it's really like impactful. It's it's a good tone setter for, uh, for the movie. Yeah. It's, it's just, it really sucks. It really sucks that he's gone. Like what a, what a shame. But uh, I, and I, I think like this was kind of like, uh, apparently, you know, the original script and all the, the pre, uh, the pre work, uh, pre I was said pre workout, but like the all the the script and all the like pre production stuff was done before Chadwick passed away, so they had to redo like most of this movie. And I feel like that's they had every opportunity to be like, yeah, we we can't do this. Like we got to just you know scrap this one. And the fact that like they they managed to make something that's still impactful and still respectful to what, you know, Chadwick Boseman's legacy is like, it's, it's really impressive. I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. I think like, I think as bad as a lot of these phase four movies have been, this is like a big bright, not only a bright spot in phase four, but like a bright spot in like the Marvel film, like catalog. Like, I think it's really, really yeah, good. And I would kind of compare it to uh, why I like Shang-Chi so much. Cause it didn't, it doesn't really yeah. tie in that. Like it ties in with a little bit with the CIA, CIA stuff, but they're not just referencing Sokovia and yeah, the, agreed. the snap and all this. Like yeah. there's a few mentions of it, but like it's about Wakanda and uh, Tal- Taltaklan. Yeah, which, or whatever the underwater which nation I, is called. I, I don't, Alec, you would know better than me, but I always thought, wasn't Namor always from Atlantis? Like, I, from Atlantis, typically. Yeah, or, right? I, I, I guess they, Atlantis. Yeah, Atlantis probably yeah. copyrighted or something. Justice League beat him to it, or Aquaman beat him to it. Also, I kind of like, I kind of like this better with all like the, uh, like Mesoamerican. Yeah, that's the word. Uh, influence. Yeah. Mesoamerican. It's it was really so cool. cool. Also, and they, they look, call him. They call they him like awesome. the, serpent, the serpent god. And yeah. like his name in the movie is, oh, what is it? I, I can't. Think I, what's of it. child in Spanish? Nino, Nino, hijo, El Nino sin, El Nino sin amor, the child without love. And that's why yeah, they call yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Damn, Damn. that's fucking metal. Fucking, that's so fucking awesome. I was like, that is way better than just having a stupid name like Namor. Yeah. Is there is there a spoiler to like why is that, those two is that nations where they get come... more from? Because it's sin no more. Like, yeah. is it just like a okay? Yeah, okay. What are you saying, Gogs? Like, would it be a big spoiler to say like what puts these two nations like up to a head? Like between uh, like why Namor comes to? Yeah. I wouldn't, no, okay. I wouldn't say it's a, a like bit. basically, 
uh, the countries of the world, like this is kind of picking up where Black Panther left off. Mm-hmm. And the countries, it's not time-wise, there's still the time jump because of the snap. Mm-hmm. But uh, the countries of the world want vibranium. And Wakanda has it, but then they've been searching and they find it in the ocean as well. Oh, um, I got it. Okay. And it I don't goes, think that's a big spoiler. No, that's, that's not like, a spoiler. It's also, right off the bat. It's like right at the beginning of the movie. And also, it's classic comic book stuff where like, you know, Namor's kingdom is kind of unseen and Namor hates the surface world. So it's a lot of, they took a lot of stuff like right from the comics. Cause like people, if you never read uh, like old fucking Marvel comics and like Namor started out as a villain, like he yeah. flooded New York city. That was like, well, no, movie. wait a minute. Hang on. Did he start out? I thought he started out with like the defenders or whatever, like in the forties or something. That shit. was like, that yeah, was, or is that like, a retcon the, uh, thing? That's a retcon thing. Oh, okay. But they also like, also comics You're... back then didn't really have a ton of continuity either. So yeah. it's kind of 50, 50 on there. It was hey, probably I, he was a villain, and then World War II started, and they were like, "Oh, everybody's a hero fighting the Nazis." Now. <laughs> Alec kind of hit the nail right on the head. Yeah. Also, if and you ever want to see Japanese men, a really yeah, cool... he got the Captain America, the Submariner, the original Human, Human Torch. Torch, the Robot. Yeah, if you, if you ever want to see a really cool rendition in comic book form of what I'm talking about, read Marvels because that's like oh, a it's yeah, yeah, issue that's of Marvels. It's so oh, good. Can you guys give me a mild spoiler and just bleep it out? Like it's it's going to be like a not probably most people won't care, but just remember to bleep this part out. Here's the Damn, question: The new John Is, Wick looks fucking awesome, right? <laughs> it looks Is, really I, good. That's Sorry. what I was going to talk about. My, no. Um, <laughs> Is uh is the white tiger addressed? Is that brought up at all? No, okay. no, no. I was surprised. I expected it, and I, uh, um, I, real quick before we move on, uh, Re Re Williams is in this, and I thought she was great. She's a like one of the newer Marvel characters that I really the Ironheart. And, yeah, yeah. And they did. I thought they did a really good job with her character. I really like the her suit a lot. design. Looks tremendous. It looks just like the uh the Ultimates. Like I was going to say, yeah, it looked like yeah. the Ultimate suit. I've done yeah, since Scott Card one. Yeah, yeah, or the ultimate. Well, yeah, I guess the, he didn't really have that suit in Ultimate. But anyway, yeah, a uh, good movie. I, I I recommend it. I certified I, I good ass movie. I really enjoyed it. All right. Uh, anything else, Alec? No, that was my last one. So now oh. it's on to the rest of your crap. Uh, all, I, the, all I, the movies you watched that you hated. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I the one I, uh, I, the one Shutter exclusive that you liked. I uh, <laughs> it's funny. Because Alec was like, watch, watch the Weird Al. Oh, you didn't talk about the Weird Al movie, Alec. Are you talking about, I that last about week? it last week? Last week, last week. Sorry, forgot. Um, but you're like, watch the Weird Al movie, and I, I, I meant to message you back, Alec. I only watch movies I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I watched Ty West's Pearl, the prequel to X, <laughs> which is another movie I didn't like, yeah. and um, I'm gonna stop watching Ty West movies because I just don't like them. Um. I again has there people, been a Ty West movie you liked? I enjoyed The Innkeepers. I thought uh-huh. that was a pretty decent movie, but I have not liked anything else that he made. Oh, bordering on hating what like he made a movie a couple of years ago that was on Netflix called The Sacrament, which to me is like the biggest layup of a horror movie where basically it's about um it's like a it's like a found footage movie, but basically it's about these two um entrenched uh journalists that are in like a death cult like a like a jim jones kind of death cult and like the final days of that to me that's like how can you fuck this up and he fucks it up it's like boring like nothing happened it's terrible um 
he wasn't there an ABC's a death with a similar premise. Uh, yeah, and that was really good. That's the one directed by the raid guy, where the end it's like the the like demon, like everybody's like killing themselves, and then yeah, there's yeah, that yeah. demon car chase. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, that's like the best thing to ever watch out of any of those VHS movies. Well, besides, oh, that's VHS, not ABC's a death. V- VHS, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, I watched Pearl. Uh, people are literally saying like this is like movie horror movie of the year, and it's it's fantastic. Man, I I just I there's something about Ty West where he like I just to put it in context like to me X was just a bad Texas Chainsaw remake like not even and like in a way that like House of a Thousand Corpses was a bad Texas Chainsaw remake like you know it's one thing to take your influences and do something with them like I I think like somebody like a Quentin Tarantino would be a great example of like a guy that like wears his influences on his sleeve but like adds a lot like you know what i mean like you can watch kill bill and be like oh the end scenes like lady snowblood but he doesn't just copy lady snowblood you know what i mean like it's not like i mean but there's more to that scene than just yeah. the lady snowblood homage you know what i mean like there's i mean so- he literally plays the theme well i know that. <laughs> like, again like you would you yeah, i know you, i know would you yes, say I agree that, like, with you. it's a shallow representation of like that you know what I mean? Like, there's more to what he does. No, you just... can you can be on the nose and not be super shallow. Like, they're not yeah. mutually exclusive. Yeah, and, but but my thing is with Ty West is that like he's like okay, like I like these influences, but he doesn't add anything to him. So well, in this it's movie... like the, it's like the Zack Snyder comic book adaptation, right? Like, I get all the the aesthetics of it, but I don't understand why it works. Yeah, or like a weird point of reference for me is like the 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 like scary movie like parody movies, not so much scary movie one, but like what they devolved into where like they just show a reference and that was the joke. Yeah. Like they didn't put anything else to it. It was just like we're just gonna recreate the scene and that's the joke. It's like that, but in a drama. Like so Ty West in this movie, like Pearl again is the prequel where the you find out that this is the origin story of why the 90-year-old woman in the last movie was a murderer. And she's played by uh, uh, Mia Goth, who has also played the old lady in the first one. Uh, she also played the other character, Maxine, in the first one, because Ty West has never met a fucking, uh, you know, easy metaphor. They didn't want to pound into the ground like like Mia Goth in the first movie is like, you're just like me. You're just like me over and over and over and over again. And Mia Goth plays the act, the other uh, character. So it's like, yeah, we, we get it. We get it. We, you get it. You get it yet. You get it. That's, a, that's how I feel with Ty West. He's constantly like, see, see, see. Anyway. Um, so in this movie, like he wants to make it this kind of like old Hollywood, like Technicolor movie, kind of like the Wizard of Oz. And the, the colors are super saturated. And there's like the, the, the script, like the Chiron in the beginning is like an old movie. But then it just kind of stops like the reference and like the, the style. Cause like it's, you're like, okay, it's going to be shot like an old movie and it's not shot like a regular movie. People talk like normal. They don't talk kind of weird stagey, like old movies. Like I, I just don't, I don't understand what he was going for. Like you did like half the work and then you're just like, eh. And like, there's there's points where this movie feels like an homage to dancer in the dark because like pearl like wants to be a dancer and you know she aspires to be this star but there's like nothing like there's no like real you don't really dive into her delusion very often like there's one scene of it which is again like a very 
you know, again, it's like Dancer in the Dark, Lars von Trier type thing. And it's just like, I don't, he, he's, he's full of like half measures is the best way I can describe it. And to me, like, I, I, I don't know what, I think I, well, I do know what people liked about this movie. People liked Mia Goth a lot because she's very good in the movie and she's got a lot of stage presence. And I think that's what people identify with. But I think the rest of it, like if you, you know, we've talked about this a lot about like old movies that you remember and you love that you you kind of remember the parts you like and you kind of gloss over the parts that you don't like. I think that this movie is that like fast forward, right? Like people like Mia Goth and like they, you know, they want to root for her, but they kind of glaze over the fact that there's like nothing else in this movie. Like there's no real storyline to this movie. Like her descent into madness kind of happens like out of nowhere. And it's just like, well, where's the rest of the movie? And I, I don't know. I did not care for it. I didn't care for X. I'm not watching Maxine, which is the sequel to X that's still coming out this year. Um, How many fucking it, movies is this guy making in a year? He made three movies, and they're all, like, surprises. Like, he made X, and then he announced Pearl, and then he announced, when Pearl got announced, then he announced Maxine. And it's like, I I don't To me, this is like, I don't know. It's, it's like, I, I'm really shocked this is one of those movies where like when it comes, when it gets further, further released, when it's easier to see like everywhere, I think like the opinion of this movie is going to shift a little bit, but uh, I don't know. I, I don't understand the, like the just undying love for this movie. I, I thought it was very, very mediocre to bad. And uh, yeah, that's all I watched. I didn't watch anything else. So Sean. Uh, I watched the John Wick 4 trailer, super that, pumped. Oh my god, I, I wasn't going to be. Yeah, it looks really good. Although I'm concerned after the two two of our reactions to the last John Wick. I so did not like the last one. I, I know, did. neither did Alec. I, know I, was, I was very hurt in the theater with him and Stacey watching it. This one looks better, but yeah. I, I, st- I, I still stand by my critique of that last one. It's just nothing like it should have ended. Like it was so it was, I don't know. It felt like they were just pushing I it. Wait, it should have like, been, been fucking insane. Yeah. And if you want to start a new trilogy or something after that, yeah, fine. I'm fine with that. I didn't need that same story to keep going. Like if you want yeah. to close it out and then start something new, great. Like it's yeah. like, he's great in that role. And those movies are all good. I just, I, I'm at the point with that series now where I can't grade it objectively, uh, which leads into the next trailer I watched for Creed 3, which I'm also incredibly Oh, man, it looks so good, yeah. I cannot wait for that fucking movie. That dude is very hurt. Go ahead. Somebody. Oh, no, go ahead, Alec. I was going to say, uh, Jonathan Majors is about to have a hell of a year. Yeah, that's the the guy that played uh, playing Kang, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he is that. Jacked. That dude is a beef wagon. Yo, yeah. God, yeah. it's, like, it's crazy because like you know Don Donnie's a heavyweight, but like this guy's like three times his size. Like yeah. he is massive. He was good in Lovecraft Country, but that show was not very good. But he was he good was... in that Harder They Fall movie, but yeah, that movie was yeah, that just... movie was not great. Either. All right. They need to just make a Fry Takayama movie. Like uh, that's what I want to see. Um, I would watch that. And then the only thing I watched uh, that wasn't sports was there's a mini series documentary on Netflix called Killer Sally about this weightlifting couple where the wife kills the husband. <laughs> Holy the shit! Bodybuilders, but like it's supposed to be serious, but like they're uh, 
late 80s early 90s weightlifting drip is so distracting <laughs> like i couldn't even watch it correctly oh, i thought it was going to be funny because like weightlifting people are inherently hilarious like that well, yeah that, I mean, it is hilarious fat, too. what was that one guy i sent you the fat fucking larry or whatever that... yeah 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 like the, the delray misfits <laughs> yeah those guys are amazing this dude is wearing a fucking like i don't even know what you would call it it's almost like a halter top tank top but it goes above his nipples dude you need like, to like that's the like you work out you need to adopt like that the old 80s like workout drip like gold well, gym. It's like, she, she gets arrested right and she's doing the the interview but all i can think of is like this bitch is wearing like a david burn sweatsuit <laughs> she looks like she looks like hans and franz like with like she's so muscular like it's like so distracting and it's not like the best document because like you know, making a murderer, there's always, like, some twist or something. Like, sure. oh, I didn't see that coming. But this is, like, you know where it's going, and there's nothing, like, super compelling about the end of it. It's, like, three episodes. And, like, I, I, it just didn't do anything for me. And, like, I'm uh, normally a sucker for those true crime oh, documentary yeah, series. Or, like, the one where the guy's, like, he fucked their whole family. Like, that one was fun. You know, they made like, I, I forget what streaming service it's on, but there's a, a like a dramatic show based on that one. Uh, I can't remember the name of the original documentary or the name of this show, but it's the it's it's the one where that guy like was like, oh, your friend needs a blowjob. So yeah. I helped him out. Like, like I kidnapped your daughter twice. Um, yeah, that, was, um, yeah. Speaking of like uh, like Kevin Smith type ideas, did you know there's a series on netflix now based on that last blockbuster like they turned that into a show oh, oh it's bad no we've been that watching seems un- oh have you oh it's not it's not very funny yeah the, wait is it like i get like it's a comedic series or it's just yeah, like they're yeah, following like so. into it's the like ground it's like a sitcom yeah oh, that sounds unnecessary cool. yeah it's not very good and it's a shame because it's got is uh, jb smooth in it yeah jb smooth is in it uh melissa fumero is in it and why am i blanking on the asian guy's name what, what he else plays jimmy he plays jimmy woo in the marvel movies. oh uh yeah. what's his uh, name why, yeah he's a, great i can't think of his he name. is great i don't know why i'm from the interview it's ken ken park no is that his name randall park randall park no ken park, ken park is the harvey <laughs> clark movie <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not uh very funny no and the Mark pre-roll was terrible either. i mean it would be funnier if it was <laughs> anyway but that that's all i watched uh gobbles uh i only watched one thing uh it ended up being a a double up adam sandler week for me because i ended up showing people uh who hadn't seen it before uncut gems and i just still absolutely love that movie i absolutely love kevin garnett in that movie that movie is such a fucking pressure cooker and just watching him make terrible decisions. Uh, it's so good. That movie's just so goddamn good. Um, and it remains so goddamn good. See, the second so, time, the second time I watched it, I it lost all of its luster. Cause like, I feel like it's not as pressureful when you know what's coming the whole time. I don't know. I still like, it's like, it's like whenever I watch Braveheart and I think this time he's going to live, like every time I watch it, it's like this is like I just keep watching him. I pick up on some other little nuanced like maybe maybe you mistake. need more stre- maybe you need more stress in your life. Yeah, that's clearly what yeah. I fucking yeah, need. Yeah, I'll just yeah, start coming you're... over in the middle of the night and like banging on your bedroom window and shit. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be super. 
really get the festivals going. Actually, you yeah, remind me. I, uh, I, we finished uh, Only Murders in the Building today. I'm three episodes. I got three episodes left. I thought you were done. I thought you told I'm me not. you guys burned through it all. No, no. We, we, we ripped through the first season. Liz and I are like trying to, uh, trying to synchronize swatches and get on a schedule to finish like these last three episodes. But yeah, I'm fucking. I'm in, I'm loving. Are are you happy with how the season ended? Are you? I'm enjoying it so far. I'm happy. Don't so shit the bed. The back nine is much better than the front nine. The front nine, we watched like kind of when it came out, mm. and then stopped. We thought I found it boring. Then we picked it up again today just to get it wrapped up. And the, the second half of the season is excellent. Yeah, I feel like it's picking up some speed. I'm really, I'm, I'm loving. I'm loving like the stuff I'm into. Like the scenes or the the episodes I'm into right now are like much more Tina Fey heavy, and uh, I don't know. Martin Short is just I don't know. He's he's killing it. He's really doing it for me. I'm I'm loving it. Just need to wrap it up. Wrap that shit up, B. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> un- uncut gems. You better wrap that gavel up. <laughs> and speaking speaking of like a uh, weird gym drip, I'm just gonna bring this up because it just came up based on Sean's previous thing. I did go to the gym earlier today and was humbled by a an older gentleman who was wearing. He went on and like I, I was benching and he I was like you done with the bench like, yeah I was like going to break it down and broke it down a little bit for him he left the forty fives on then I walked away I came back and he was repping out sets of two twenty five in fucking Timberland butters like just without a care in this There's world. There's a guy in my gym that wears fucking butters and cargo pants and he's in there shoulder pressing like two fifty like, like every day. Like, I don't like I'm like. I, I'm doing like, this wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Christ. Like he's yawning. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like he was like, he was like throwing up 225, like someone with a funeral fan, just like blowing their <laughs> pop, 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 pop. I was like, God damn. So I just, I hung it up and went home and just, you know, ate a cheeseburger and some thin mints. Oh, here's a, here's a, I'm sorry. When we were doing the wrap that gavel up, B, when I found out that guy was gay in real life, it blew my fucking mind. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know, uh, also, uh, sad note, but I didn't realize Kevin Conroy, voice of Batman, R.I.P., uh, I didn't realize he was gay. Was he? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Yeah, apparently. Rest yeah. in peace, Kevin Conroy. I, I, yeah. Out and proud for a very long time, so good for him. Good for him. Uh, good for him. But, like, well, it wasn't so, out enough so, for me to hear about it. So sad <laughs> that he passed away. Like, I, yeah. I don't really. Rumble Johnson fucking died. Like, yeah, that I fucked know. me up. He's, like, 39. Like yeah. yeah, crazy. Anyway, uh, Gogs, you haven't gone yet. I just he went. just went. Oh, sorry. I... <laughs> Jesus Christ! Basement, basement rules. All right. Well, then let's talk about this movie. Gogs, what happened in uh, a longest yard? The longest yard. The movie opens with. Uh, yeah, why uh, do I keep doing that? I said, "Oh, Re- Wizard of Oz" the other day. Why do I keep adding like <laughs> of, of, of the longest yard? <laughs> what are you guys doing? Playing the Nintendo, right? Yeah. You're winning, son. Um, <laughs> the movie opens to Courtney Cox's just tremendous oh, rap. It's good this, for so. First of all, this this movie automatically, I whatever happened, it got a point bump because where did those things come from? They look. I don't know. This amazing. is Pete Cox right here. This is absolute oh Pete. Lord. So this, she's in there. She's out. She's she's hosting uh, like some sort of like. Cox. This does continue yeah. the Adam Sandler trend of having like the hottest like love interests. Like all I of mean, his why, would, 
cast anyone else. Doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah, but, but at least in this scenario, he is a former NFL MVP, yeah. like and yeah. not just like you know a dental floss salesman or whatever. Right, right. Like. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and an also amateur, with... an amateur golf enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> just, just put it out on front street this is there is no in this entire film it's amazing it's a very restrained adam sandler much yeah, like know, uncut Gems. you know it's yeah. weird like uh sean just brought up pixels and like every other adam sandler we watch not only is adam sandler very adam it's funny sandler, that i said dental floss salesman which is not at all his job but you knew exactly what i was thinking exactly what you're talking about <laughs> But, like, Adam Sandler in all... And I guess he is kind of in this, too. But, like, he's always, like, the best ever at anything. Like, you know what I mean? He's a uh, he's a, a Barry Sue or whatever. Yeah. And in this Gary movie, like, he's kind of shitty. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's he was an MVP, but, like, he's, like, flawed, which is nice. You know what I mean? Like, it's nice that he's... Like, and obviously, like, uh, not to get too deep into this kind of silly movie, but his character flaw has, like, affected his life. Like, he's not living his best oh, life because he's living you know and he's living with the guilt of what he did you know what i mean like oh yeah he's right like a real asshole jump. yeah yeah anyway. so anyway so she's having a party to promote her business whatever that might be and then she comes up to see him eating lay's chips in their bedroom and she wants him to put on a <laughs> sailor costume so he's like yeah honey i gave you i i snuck a i snuck some sneaky clothes into your closet go check it out and then he locks her and her fabulous breasts into the closet. And then he takes her Bentley out for a spin. <laughs> her and her uh, and, fabulous breasts. <laughs> and uh, he's whipping it around L.A., like doing a real O.J. about it. And then uh, he, on his own accord decides to destroy this Bentley in like a uh, crisscross crash Hot Wheels style mash him up with every police cruiser in whatever precinct this is. Uh, I have a question, Re. How big is Dan Patrick? Because he looks fucking enormous in this movie. Yeah, I think, I think that other guy is really tiny too. Next to him. But yeah, he Dan Patrick's fun in this. Actually, I this did. movie is chock a bock full of just people you don't expect. I'm I sorry. Feel like, I feel like Dan Patrick has been in a ton of Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's been in a bunch, like just in little cameo yeah. roles. Yeah, he's probably oh, listed as a producer on a bunch of them. Yeah, this movie is a much like Tekken Cross Street Fighter. This is like an <laughs> MTV Cross WWE Films production with the amount of wrestlers that show up in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Dan Patrick is six foot three, just in. Also, like I don't know if you guys had that like same reaction I had when the MTV Moon Man came out. I'm like, oh no, this isn't good. They never made any good movies. That's precisely what it's such a I was like, I was like, is this an MTV film? And he's like, uh oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> election um, is good. Yeah. So was oh, election uh, an MTV film? I believe so. Wasn't the first fucked, Jackass? That movie's fucked up. Was Jackass an MTV film? I would imagine because Jackass was an MTV show. I don't think it's right. an MTV films film. Like it was like Joe's apartment or whatever the fuck. Oh, with Jerry O'Connell and all the roaches. Yeah. Yeah. Monkey Bone wasn't an MTV film, was it? Hmm. I don't know. We'll Any- we'll do the MT- we'll do MTV yeah. January one here. Yeah. MTV M stands for May. So <laughs> now uh if we count the Beavis and Butthead movies, they were pretty good too. Okay. So, 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 uh, Paul Crew 
has uh, disabled many a police car. Somehow he's still alive just due to the pliability of alcohol in the human body. Uh, and then he gets sent uh, to court where they, and here's where I'm a little confused about what happened. Does he going to court? Does he go? So they ship his ass to Texas. And is that because he violated his federal point shaving? Well, that was the thing because they definitely say federal prison, which I was like, what? But yeah, he's he's under like a RICO act. Fucking. But then he was. But the warden, the warden says he pulled strings to get him there. So you can't pull strings to get someone extradited to a different state to be in your prison. I don't know. Right, but but they said federal. So who knows? So I get we're going to say he's in federal prison now. So they send his ass to Allenville Federal Prison, home of the rootinest, shootinest football team and all of the federal prison football league. Uh, yeah. They had eight championships several years ago. Uh, not no more. They don't. And you get to see Fickner in a movie because Fickner and um, yeah, Fickner's the fucking man. And so is James Cromwell. You got just James two great Cromwell characters. with the best American accent you've ever heard. <laughs> I love two, James Cromwell, but this accent is not strong. You just you get two amazing character actors. You get a guy dressed up like Colonel Sanders. Hold on. Is James Cromwell not American? I no. thought he was American. Are you serious? <laughs> I swear I to God. I thought he was American. He's not. No. no. He's either British or Irish. Like... Well, he was because he passed away. But uh, R.I.P. The real one. Yeah, he was really good. Oh my God. I love Babe. Babe is such a good movie. Babe 2 might be better. Pig in the City. Hell he yeah. He's Babe 2. <laughs> Babe 2, Babe Babe Pig in the City. <laughs> That's the one where the pig learns basketball. Anyway, so now we are at this federal prison. We need a penalty box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're at the federal prison, and Paul Crew is getting mixed messages from the guard and the warden about whether he's going to help out the uh, the prison guard team, which is just loaded to the brim with uh, WWE folks and Brian Bosworth and who's the other maniac that's on Bill, there? Bill Romanowski, who's Bill like Romanowski. Guy. he should actually Bill, be in prison. Yeah, look, Bill Romanowski is like a legit monster. Like he should be you know in the, prison the, for stuff he did on football fields. You know all the he, shit that they do in this movie where they're like hurting people at practice. Like he did that in real life. Yeah. So well, he broke. Uh, did, who was it with the Raiders where he broke the guy's orbital bone? Like and practice. like and it was him. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> he was also, it's kind of funny that Brian Bosworth has been in like a lot of movies, but has like less lines than any of the other like athlete actors. I, I thought it was weird. Like I said this to Gogs, like this came out in like the early two thousands, and I thought it was weird that like you had both Goldberg and Steve Austin in this movie, but it was kind of underplayed. Like I didn't even yeah. know they were in this movie, and I'm like. They were still pretty big at that point. Well, I, I love think. how Steve Austin is in a time to kill. Like he's in a totally different yeah. movie yeah. than everybody oh, well, else. A little bit, a little bit more <laughs> of that later. <laughs> and Bill Goldberg's just packing a tremendous unit, and yeah, that's Bill canon. Goldberg's yeah, penis is huge. <laughs> His canon is canon. So uh, I like that. That's a runner. Like that they just yeah. keep going with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gave him. They gave him a fucking cup that looks like a Fender from an '86 Ford. <laughs> like it's monstrous. So now, uh, anyway, now you get introduced to Caretaker in what is as close to Happy Madison doing a remake of Shawshank Redemption as you're ever going to get, because uh, he, uh, Chris Rock's character, Caretaker, befriends Adam Sandler's character, shows him the ropes, 
and explains, you know, whatever you need, I can get, which is exactly what Red told Andy Dufresne. I do appreciate uh, that this movie does not dick around to get to where it's going at all. No, it moves at a clip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say within 15 minutes of the first line, Adam Sandler is assembling a football team. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I will say that one of the big pluses of this movie is it, it does not mess around. Like it, no, it's it, at a very good pace. Like it moves it, very fast. It actually benefits from being a remake. I think quite a bit. Like they didn't have to do a whole lot. You know, Adam right. Sandler seems kind of lazy. It's like, I mean, we'll just do what they did in the other movie. Yeah, I agree. So, with that. so Adam Sandler talks the warden into having, so now was this a concession in the original movie, Sean? Did the, he was like, like what you need to, to get your boys ready is to have a tune up game. Oh, I against believe some... it. I believe so. And also Burt Reynolds is the Paul crew character in the original movie. Yeah, That uh, I knew. We yeah, looked okay. that up. Me and Goggs looked that up. Yeah. Also, so shout that, out to fucking Luther in this movie, BT Dubs. It's always nice to see him pop up and shit. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Luther. Uh, also, T-Bird, uh, baby. What's his name from Twin Peaks as well? He's yeah. uh, Jeffrey yeah, Brother. Yeah, yeah, Jerry. Jerry Horn, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Paul Crew and Chris Rock, or Paul Crew convinces the warden to say, hey, look, let me get a team of convicts together. Uh, we'll play you boys. And then, you know, what have you. And then he convinces the fellas to, well, it, to it get is it on until they a, die. A very, like, sports-specific, like, I'm sure maybe you guys got a kick out of it. When he's like, yeah, we used to play Appalachian State, because this happened before yeah, yeah. Appalachian State beat Michigan that one time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was insane. I remember that. I was a, I'm a huge, I was a huge Michigan fan. That was yeah. depressing. <laughs> Yeah, I was a ridiculous Michigan fan for a while because of the Fab Five. Like, that carried over with me for a really long time. But anyway. I was a Michigan fan because their mascot was the Wolverine. The Wolverine. Was like, you know, hell yeah. fan. Based Desmond Howard. They also had cool uniforms. I love their Oh, their, yeah, those helmets are sick. Yeah, their uniforms are fucking awesome. Anyway. Which, which when I was a kid, meant a lot to me. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, I was like the team. Oh, I was picking team. on Logo every time. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So now, so he's assembling his team. He's got Bob Sapp, who's like just a big, like, uh, uh, tell yeah. me about the rabbits. Like, Bob Sapp like is Lenny. in this movie, though. He's there's, so good there, in this movie. There's a, a uh, fucking uh, YouTube guy me and TJ watch called Napoleon Blown Apart that does a lot of uh, yeah. mixed martial arts stuff. And I think he referred to Bob Sapp as a Metal Gear Rex with a mustache. <laughs> he is fucking enormous. Like, he's, he's so He's like big. a super soldier experiment. He's yeah. like Weapon 3. I was well, until, telling, until I the was great Kali shows up. I was telling yeah. Gogs that like Bob Sapp was like, well, he was a big deal in MMA, but he he became like uh, Antonio Inoki in New Japan became obsessed with MMA and decided to make Bob Sapp like his world champion and like one of the most forgettable uh, New Japan pro wrestling title reigns ever. But well, like, did, yeah. did we talk, we must have talked about it last week. I think I remember talking about it. That Bob Sapp is like the most like that was the biggest TV event in Japanese history when he fought Hockey Bone on that horrendous yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah. They it, but like Bob Sapp, I was shocked to find out that like Bob Sapp was so like I don't know, he was really good. All of the spoiler alert, but like all of the like wrestlers and non-actors in this movie are really Kevin good. Nash in this movie Kevin Nash is, is like one of my favorite parts. 
Sportsmanship, um, try it. Shut up. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't boo them. They're everyone's trying, They're their, trying best. their best. Oh my god. So funny. And Bob Sapp when he's like, Can you teach me the football? It's like, yeah, we can teach you the football. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like we're going all over the place. But like when he like t- when they 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 ha- have him headhunt Austin and yeah. he's like tells him, Hey, this is what he said to me. He's like, I made him shoot his pants like that. <laughs> Okay, so the I, I chain wanna, reaction ever like he just shit well, that's that's the bit from the original movie that's actually funnier in the original oh. movie because oh. it's instead he shit his pants it's like i think i broke his fucking neck and it's oh. like i think well, that, he broke his fucking neck and it goes and it goes on there and oh. then they do well, it. Well, like, is, i told you i broke his fucking neck that is funnier but i did i yeah. did enjoy the scene in it i think like bob sap's exuberance like really sold the yeah. joke to me but uh I made, he, I made him say he's sorry. <laughs> anyway, I continue, guys. So, uh, so they're assembling their team. They've got Gil- they've got Goldberg. They've got a uh, big pussy. Did you they've about got, to say Gilberg? They got Gilberg. Yeah, they got cheeseburger. They got that everybody. From Maryland, Gilberg. Dude, oh. Michael Irvin is really good in this movie. Michael yeah. Irvin is. Michael Irvin is the spokesman for the black delegation, and he yeah. will not allow any of them to play on the football team except Nelly. Because Nelly is respecting how gritty Paul Crew is in a game of one-on-one against Michael Irvin. Uh, Michael Irvin is a dirty cheat. Also yeah. true. He's, well, he, Paul, won't call, he keeps fouling Paul Crew the whole time. And then when Paul Crew finally gets the win, he calls a phantom foul on him. That's yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Well, Paul Crew is like in Tua Vailoaville at this point because he's already been beaten about the head and face with a nightstick several times and taken I don't know how many elbows to the grill from Michael Irvin. I do like he's a, gigantic. I really, like you I realize really how big love, that fucking guy is. I really love this basketball scene though. Like yeah. I, I don't know who directed this, but like all of the like direction. I'm pretty sure it was like, David Cronenberg. It's you know really who directed you know who directed this movie? Hmm. The same guy that directed Tommy Boy. Yeah. Well, the guy has, like, chops, man, because, like, I think all the sports stuff, like, the basketball team shot really well. The football stuff is shot really well. Like, I don't know. I guess, like, I'm so used to the Adam Sandler. Any given Sunday. Oh. Well, well, that movie, too. The football shit is shot terrible in that movie. But, like, the Adam Sandler movies that we've watched on the show are so lazily shot. Like, this has actually got some, like, style to it. Yeah. And it's, like, kind of not, like, it's kind of awesome. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I the whole time, like, I, I think I was telling Goggs out loud. I'm like, yeah, I'm buying into this, like, totally. You know what I mean? We were, we were, we were, like, out loud worried. We're like, I'm enjoying this film. Like, yeah, I was, enjoying I this was film? concerned. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, when I was watching, I'm like. Because when Alec picked, I'm like, oh, this movie's fucking terrible. I don't want to watch that's this shit I was, again. Yeah, I was expecting that. Even I I've seen it with 30 times. Yeah. Damn, that's a big-ass robot. <laughs> um, <laughs> when he stops and does the arm swing. Um, so now we... Oh, yeah. We, oh, yeah oh, I forgot about Terry Crews' character. Terry yeah. Crews is like a... He's like some sort of a McDonald's uh, Svengali. He's the hamburger. He's the... Yeah, you can do... Oh. <laughs> Good point. Is, is that canonical? Yes, uh, but now it's like uh, but, it's like a Darren Aronofsky uh, perf- or uh, Black Swan, Perfect Blue. They wanted to get the rights to the McDonald Land gang, but they had to fucking change it just enough. Oh, did you pick up on the? You must have picked up on this that all of D twelve except Eminem is in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't miss Bizarre in this. You can't scene. miss Bizarre, but there's also Swift, Kniba, and, and Proof for all yeah. there. Um, well, they're also on the soundtrack. 
Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, that. soundtrack, soundtrack too. Bang! By the way. Like, they, played, they played a D12 song, Gogs. Remember, we pointed it out when they because Eminem's just going football noises, wide receiver, like whatever the yeah. fuck is going on in that song. Yeah, this isn't quite Judgment Night good, but it's a good soundtrack. Um, so now Devil's Night. Judgment Devil's Night is the best movie soundtrack. Period. Yeah. Oh, um, I you were talking about just a D12 song. Oh no. <laughs> That's all that album kind of bangs though, like Devil's Night. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just I'm just saying shout out Judgment Night. Great, great soundtrack. Um so now uh okay, so then Nelly joins the squad. Nelly's uh Megget, he's the running back, he kicks a pile of ass. Is is he named Megget specifically so they can make that uh Dave Megget Chris Berman reference later in the movie? Do you think I thought as soon as I heard that, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't get that reference, but I don't understand sports. Okay, so Dave Meggett was a running back for the Giants, and he went to Towson. But that when Chris Burton goes, look at that little Meggett go. That was one of his like, uh, yeah. God, I know the three of us at least me, you, and Alec watch that fucking the NFL Sunday uh, Night Show religiously with Tom Jackson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not only that, but I I NFL uh countdown. 2K, when when oh, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. had like you had pre-recorded Berman, 2K5, like, yeah. Yeah, that had all like the, the recaps of Shout out best sports game ever made. Oh, so fucking good. Anyway. Well, so now so now the, the 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 convict team is starting to look a little nice and uh oh, we got we got to talk about fucking the scene with Nelly in the library like how good he is in this and how fucking like whoa this got dark really quick well, yeah the movie takes a turn right around now because now they're like all right we got to stop making but this has to cease also, so they yeah. they send they send Kevin Nash, Brian Bosworth and Steve Austin to the library which is where Nelly works yeah. and uh they fuck with him real hard and Nelly it Sean's great Nelly is Real good in this scene. Like he doesn't take the bait. Why did it Austin drops three hard ends? Why did it have to be Austin with the three? Couldn't Bill Romanowski say the three hard end? Like they probably had to stop him from saying it. Well, well, I was I was thinking this the whole time, like knowing Austin from like his podcast and when he's not in character, or or his his rant about how uh, fucking people need to get over gay marriage, which is one of my favorite things ever. Like Steve Austin is like a pretty like believe it or not, like pretty pretty like sensitive, like pretty well adjusted like based guy and like unless I, you're his wife i well yeah well you know he was under a lot of substance abuse <laughs> and he he is he has apologized like you know what i mean he's come yeah. forward and said like i fucked up and it's wrong and like there's nothing yeah. about that you know what i mean yeah I, i'm not saying it, it it rectifies things but like at least he's like manned he's up got some like, self-awareness yeah. of his past but anyway He's not that kind of person, and I can imagine like him on set being like after like the cut. It was like he's like Nelly. I'm not like this. I'm not like this brother. Like, this is just a movie. Well, maybe, no that's, maybe that's the reason he did do it because he's the only non-racist one they had. Also, well, no, Kevin Nash like is like yeah. he used to wear Fubu and shit all the time. He's yeah. Mr. Like cool white guy from Detroit. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Nash. Nope. Kevin uh, Nash though is like like Glenn Bernie like cool white guy because he probably yeah. is like well I can say it right <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah but he's also like pretty based on Twitter like no, I like Kevin Nash I'm just yeah. kidding you know Kevin Nash is pretty cool like, yeah. like big sexy all yeah big sexy for life but Steve so, Austin yeah this is how white man plays guitar <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Steve Austin's doing everything how white men do it. That fucking line, this is how white men play guitar, is fucking hilarious. What song was being played? Was it Mississippi Queen? Queen. Yeah. By Mountain. By uh, Um, Leslie West. This also has that... The the best line delivery in the movie of Nelly, where he's like, "I don't want to hit you, y'all are my friends." Like, yeah. and it's yeah. just like, "Oh man, he's so good in this scene." Did Nelly act in anything else? Because like, I he's, don't know, he's really I'm good. I'm sure he was yeah. in at least something else. He's really good in the Ride with Me video. He was in like <sighs> Baby Boy Two or something, something we've never <laughs> seen. Yeah, yeah. Let's not bring up. Let's not dig up the Baby Boy controversy again. <laughs> yeah, we don't want you to revisit Tyrese Gibson's. uh yeah, his acting history because that's who was in Baby Boy. Um, so now, because uh, okay, so now, uh, so in, in the ultimate, uh, uh, I don't know, switcheroo, uh, their overt racism convinces the rest of the African American gentlemen to join the football team. So now, and Michael this is Irving how you get and Terry Crews, yeah, and so, so they show up. And then, and then now we've got a full blown squad of like heavy hitters, and the little uh, Italian guy is upset because he'll never get to play again. Oh, we haven't um, even talked about everybody's favorite uncle Tracy Morgan being in this movie. Oh, <laughs> right, really Tracy Morgan uh, leads yeah. the cheerleading squad uh, of, of of five inmates who are very peppy, yeah. uh, and they want to blow Paul Crew, and they one of them may have blown Brucey. Um, yeah. So now, give me a D. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, you couldn't make this movie now. So now, uh, yeah, fuck so up. Now, These woke moralists. Uh, <laughs> so Luther has been feeding info to the uh, to the warden about what's going on with the prisoners. And you know, uh, like when he walks in, he's like, "Well, oh, you guys got Halo too." I didn't know that was that. Was like that. Yeah, that was funny. So the warden effectively puts a hit out on Paul Crew uh, by means of arsonist, and yeah. then as a result, this ends up with caretaker getting killed uh, because he was in Paul Crew's cell when it happened. And if you take a step back and think about the logistics of this scene, uh, Chris. Chris Rock gets lit on fire and then locked in a prison oh, cell yeah, till he is, is burned to death. Yeah, it is, is dark. Yeah. Like the next scene's not them visiting him in the hospital, like we're gonna win one for you, caretaker. The next scene is them, they don't even ship his body back home to caretaker's family. They just bury him at the prison. And I thought once yeah. you died, you got to go home. But I guess not. I guess you gotta finish your time. Um, well, like, and they don't like show it, show it, but they do that reverse shot of them trying to yank the cell open. Yeah, like, the reaction like, of them is is terrifying. Yeah. Um. So now, and you actually, and, and to this film's credit, you actually care about caretaker as sure. a person, as a character. So him dying actually, like, yeah, carries I, some weight. I mean, uh, take a shot every time I say it. So, like, Chris Rock is really good in this too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, they, I, I really liked all the perform. I don't think there's a weak performance in this whole movie. I, I don't care for Nick Turturro a whole lot in this movie. Which one's Nick Turturro? Is is that Nick Turturro the yeah, Brucey? The, the one Brucey, yeah. Uh, I don't know. He's kind of funny. The like the, the stuff where they're constantly like saying he fucked Tracy Morgan and he's yeah. denying it is it's it's funny to me. I don't know. It's problematic. I love they send him funny. in to kick the ball at the end because he thinks yeah. they're like just do a good well, job. It comes back because he yeah. does it earlier. Um, so now, 
somehow ESPN two has picked up this game and we're going to play this at a, at a high school stadium that is better than most division two college football arenas. You know what Gogs? I, I had my problems with this when we were watching the movie, but then I thought ESPN two broadcast that weird, like fake game, like last year where it was some like, it was high school, like, yeah. Fake high school against like basically a semi-pro team, and they beat them like a hundred and forty to nothing. Can, can like, I briefly? Was... So who oh, go ahead. They'll, they'll can, can I briefly money. talk about the, the scene that I could not stop laughing? There's it is a two-second cutaway gag, but this guy should have won an Academy Award for best extra ever. Where they just pan to the crowd, and the guy just goes, "I didn't do it." He says, <laughs> yeah, just, I can't right. right. stop fucking laughing. That, that was fantastic. Yeah, that oh, was I, very. I've I've skipped over something tremendous. So, uh, as they're prepping for the game, they're getting they're getting their new uniforms. They're getting sne- like sneaked into the into the prison, and they're 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 practicing. They're, they're putting pranks on the guard. Like Kevin Nash is now on estrogen. Yeah. And they go to the they they get into the files. They find out who's got broken bones, where, what guards have what problems. They know what the target, and then they get their game film. And to get their game film, uh, Adam Sandler has to have a private photo shoot with Cloris Leachman, comedic goddess Cloris yeah, Leachman, who great. is wonderful in this movie. Dude, that fucking makeup is something else. <laughs> and uh, it's a, I don't know how they snuck another camera into her office to watch this happen, but the, the fallout when they're watching the game film was pretty great. Um, so that and was the game. It, and, then it, and then it cuts to Brucey and Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. Their rendezvous. So like so it so actually let's talk about this for half a second. So Adam Sandler gets bushwhacked by this secondary video of him, uh, you know, being a being a pretty boy for Cloris Leachman. Oh, also out of they're watching Short Circuit, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. But like he had one, he had he had the Brucey movie loaded in the chamber, just waiting for Brucey to fucking shoot his mouth off about something. Like he just had that ready to go, like apropos of nothing. This poor Brucey guy. God bless him. Um, so now we're at the game. Chris Berman's there, and he's there with Babyface Bob, who doesn't say anything until I think the second half. Uh, and uh, the game's going well. Well, no, that's not going well. They're down. The the, the inmates are immediately down two scores. Uh, they get their shit together. Oh, well, the refs are calling not a square game. So then uh, Adam Sandler hits the, the head ref in the penis twice on two yeah. consecutive plays with just absolute darts. <laughs> and uh, that seems to get the guy in check and let him call the rest of the game fair. Uh, so now the, the inmates battle back. We go into the half uh, tied up. And then uh, the warden explains to Paul Crew that he is going to hang caretaker's murder on him if he doesn't throw the game. So now we're right back to old Paul Crew, the point shaver, because that's what he's known for. He he, uh, he shaved points also, years ago. Also, in the lore of this movie, literally everyone on Earth has bet on that particular football game. Everyone's, no one seemed to bet against him or whatever. Whatever it was, everyone's money was on one side. Yeah. And that's they all lost money on the deal. Mm-hmm. And everyone's kicking him in the dick or the throat for it, <laughs> like, consistently throughout the entire movie. Um, yeah. Uh, so, one thing we haven't mentioned, Gogs, uh, yeah. Fickner. 
I mentioned him earlier, but he's 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 the rival quarterback, and he's excellent. And in he's the movie. so good in this movie, and he has like the hero, hero moment, like at the end. It's yeah, just, he's so. Like, when is Fickner not good though? Can you name a bad Fickner? He's always good, but he is no. like he is the he is another like we love these guys on movie the podcast, but yeah. he is a character guy that like I guarantee if you you threw his face up to like or you said his name to 50 people they would know who no one knows who william fickner is if you showed his picture they'd be like oh i know that the guy from that thing he's so good in this movie and he's so good in a a perfect storm (laughs) yeah (laughs) you ever want to see a great fickner watch drowning mona with him and uh is it bet midler and danny devito that movie fucking rules he's really good he's good in the Three minutes he's in in Dark Knight. Yeah, he's wonderful in that. You know whose fucking bank this is? Um, that, that is a very Gog's take, though. That is a that is a Batista is the best part of 20, uh, 2049. Because like Fickner is barely like Fickner is in that movie so little. It's like why did what they movie? even cast it? in Dark Knight? He's the bank oh, yeah. manager. I mean, he is good in it, but like he's in remember, it for remember like, that time he was over Kusaki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? He was a he was Shredder. He was the Shredder in the Ninja Turtles movie. They like what they the added him up? in there for some reason. Yeah, because originally he was just supposed to be a regular ass Japanese man, and they're like, eh, I don't think me? this test. I didn't know I that. Not. Yeah, in the in the Bay one. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, in the Bay oh, one. In the Bay one. I thought you meant the original. I was like, wait, no, 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 no. original. I was like, that is no, not. That, that was Kevin Nash in the <laughs> second one. <laughs> that was the second one. He was super also shredder. um Bob Sapp is returning movie the podcast actor. He was in Blood and Bone. He was yeah. Hammer Man. Uh, I looked Damn. up his filmography. He's exclusively in prison movies. If you yeah. like. And Electra. Yeah. Oh I, oh, I forgot we got the great Kali out of like uh, his uh, fucking Hannibal Lecter cell where he's allowed to go play ping pong like once a month yeah. for who yeah. knows the, what he did. The great and he's Kali, the only person they subtitle in this entire movie. The like great everything Kali, he says. The great Kylie looks like the Giga Chad if you left him in the microwave too long. <laughs> I told TJ looks like Mac tonight from fucking <laughs> McDonald's commercials. Like his face is like a crescent moon. Yeah, just like Reese Witherspoon. Mm. So Reese Witherspoon. So no, she's not as hot. She right. is not exactly. Uh, what's what's she bench? So now, uh, <laughs> hey, bitch, what do you bench? <laughs> So now uh, Paul Cruz starts throwing the game by literally throwing shit passes. Uh, and then then the team realizes that everyone's booing him. He fakes a knee injury. They send Bruce in. Because what they say is, look, we're going to get up two comfortable scores, then we're going to coast. Okay, fine. They get oh, up also, three scores. Real quick, shout out to Michael Irvin using the Michael Irvin uh, Zorro touchdown celebration that they like yeah. cut away from halfway through it. Yeah, good point. Good call there, Sean. That's a uh, Michael Irvin, uh, one of the only times I've ever been uh, yelled at when I was a kid because uh, me and Anthony were watching a, a the football game in which Michael Irvin got injured and it ended his career, and we were cheering because we hated we're, – we're Washington fans. We fucking hate the Cowboys, and I hate Michael Irvin. And we were cheering when he got injured, and Anthony's dad yelled at us and said we shouldn't yell at people for getting hurt. Get some class. <laughs> and he was right, but we yeah. were also right. <laughs> Michael Irvin yeah. also uh, yeah, was telling a story one time about how him and Mike Tyson, right after Mike Tyson got out of prison, had a hotel room full of bitches uh, with uh, um, fucking um, Terrell Owens, who was so freaked out that they had to send him home oh my in a limousine, God. but made sure that two bitches went with him. 
that's nice. So that he left Mike Tyson and Michael <laughs> Irvin in a hotel room with like eleven broads. Like, oh my god! Yeah. Anyway. Oh Jesus. Well, so now Paul Crew is getting booed, and Brucey's getting killed, and the guards aren't letting up. They're just piling it on. Uh, and pause real quick. How many of you thought that, like, that uh, once this was going on, that um, fucking Burt Reynolds was going to be quarterback? Because I thought that's where the yeah. movie was. Leading. I thought that's where it was going to go, but that's yeah. not where it went. No. Um. So now Paul Crew's like he sees that wasn't Burt Reynolds like quarterback for Florida State for real. Yeah, I think he was. I think he was like yeah. a legit, like good quarterback. He was a. I don't think he was a quarterback, but he. Played, oh. I think he was a running back, but he played. Oh, okay. Um, he did. I think he yeah. might have been an All American. Ooh. Also, like uh, we were talking earlier about sad people being dead on screen. Um, it was sad, like Burt Reynolds. <laughs> it was really sad that Burt Reynolds is dead because Burt Reynolds was great. Like he's yeah. really good in this. Like I lied. It was like shout out oh. to Hooper. Dude, yeah. fucking with the robot sounds, with the big tits. Sounds awesome. sounds it awesome. is. It is. It is. Um, I like at so the that, end of the movie in the credits they have a like a credit of Burt Reynolds from like Smokey and the Bandit. Like yeah, yeah. takes. Yeah. Wait, what? Like, flubbing his line. Oh, you didn't, um, you must not have watched the credits. I did not watch. We did not watch the credits. We watched Chainsaw Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. but that was also dope. Uh, so now, uh, so Paul Cruz like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna come back. And he's lost the confidence of his team. So the offensive line keeps letting guys through and he's getting murdered. Uh, so he's like, fuck it. I'll do it himself. And he could have done this the whole time. He should have. And he just like one man bands it. Like Paul Cruz, uh, Lamar Jackson's inspiration. Yeah. I think he did like, I think he did like, I think it was like, I think it was, I think it was a fourth and 30 quarterback keeper in the fourth quarter. And he Nobody makes blocking it happen. For no one blocking, and he makes it happen. Like if you could do that the whole time, bro, just do that the whole time, bro. But anyway, so that gets everyone back into the saddle again. And so now we're playing the football, and uh, we get it all. Uh, we're getting it all knotted up, and we're moving and grooving. And uh, Megat gets hurt, and now we need a running back. So uh, they send in uh, the bandit, and the bandit. Uh, uh, Wait, the bandit comes in on the two point conversion, right? No, he goes in for the the the, the tie score, the, the, the tying score. Well, yeah, because and then he gets carried off because he hurts himself immediately. Yeah, so he gets so yeah, so the so he gets he gets in the end zone with no time left on the clock. They set up a two point conversion. I forget what play they run. What play do they run? They run that play that the Colts tried to run a few years ago. I, thank you, Alec. I thank you. So I was like trying to think. Like, I was like, wait a minute. I've seen this. Like, yeah. In <laughs> I, theory, <laughs> if you can confuse the defense, yeah, is a great play. But the Colts did not confuse the defense, and they just murdered the guy before he could throw the ball. <laughs> yeah, they all. Well, yeah, the defense basically stayed in formation. Oh, it, that's the one where like it's like Adam Sandler's having an argument on the side. Yeah, no. yeah. Was that okay? Oh, no, 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 they, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're thinking of touchdown, where it's just the the, no, the no, center you, and the and the quarterback. You and both he throws it out to the, the the touchdown was the one where Adam Sandler acted like he didn't know what the play was. The play that the previous play is the one Alex talking about, where they lined up all on one side. It was like a flying were, V on the left yeah. side, right? Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. isn't like isn't that illegal motion if he's walking towards the sideline when they snap the ball? Uh, if he's the gonna, only one in motion, right? We're gonna. Talk if he's about moving it. straight towards the sideline, but when you're watching that play, there's like three people in motion. Well, right. we're yeah. talk about and nobody NFL, is set before NFL they snap. This isn't the fucking game. CFL or the arena league. Well, well there's also, a fumble ruski in this movie. Well, and you can't the 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 possessing team can't advance a fumble. So, like, I don't right. understand how that play works either. But, well, whatever. There was also a prison football game. Well, against you could in the seventies, so maybe they just didn't change that part. Yeah. No, because that's so, they say that. But I've seen like fumbles where offensive guys like pick it up and still run with it. I, like, thought, I, I thought the rule was if you, you could recover your own fumble and advance it, but, like, somebody else couldn't. I thought that's what it I was. I mean, you know, could... maybe, because, like, you've seen quarterbacks fumble and pick up the ball and yeah. still throw it. Yeah. Well, what, was the play, it what was the play where you got all the you got all the Chris Berman whoop? That was that, like, uh, two plays previous? That was, that like, was, that was like a hook and ladder uh, Stanford band they yeah, reference, they actually yeah they the referenced that there. yeah, and there's an onside kick that happens. Whatever they get to, I forget what the two point conversion play is. Can someone? What is it, Alec? Can you explain what the play is? I don't recall. You said that the Colts sure fucked the, it up. The two point. Oh, I don't remember which play it is, but basically, it's the quarterback in the center, and everybody else lines up like off to the side, and the goal is to snap the ball, throw it over there quickly before the defense reacts. And basically, the guy who catches it has a carrot. It's basically a screen with no mm-hmm. lineman in front of the quarterback. But the Colts ran it a few years ago, and the Patriots still lined up like four guys right there. Yeah, and they killed the guy before he yeah. could throw off. I, I forget who I forget what commentary team was on it because I just it actually just happened. Like it was the anniversary of it just happening a couple of yeah. weeks ago, and I posted it. I, Pat and, McAfee and, was talking about it recently, and maybe yeah. that's why. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, well, I think it was I him. Like I think he was the uh, – He was a punter. Oh, he was actually he was, he was, <laughs> And, like, they weren't supposed to snap it if the defense didn't react. <laughs> but then the, the whoever the, the snapper got confused, he snapped it anyway. And that the reminds, got obliterated. It was probably just Saturday. But it reminds me of uh, Anthony's brother used to be, like, he would, he would say in Madden that if you did, like, the, like, punt – if he did like a fake punt that the defense would always bite on it, but they never would. I don't know why. It's like it'd be like second down, it'd be like fake punt formation. Like, <laughs> well, what are you what are you doing? It's second down. Like, no, it'll work. It never works. Mm. Anyway. Well, they get the two-point conversion. The inmates win. They've won over the crowd. Everyone's happy. Babyface Bob's happy. He doesn't rob Chris Berman. And uh then Paul Crew is like walking to go get the game ball, and you have this tense moment. Well, you don't know what he's doing. He's walking away, and they think he's making a run for it. So uh, uh, Cromwell grabs a rifle, hands it to Fickner, and says, "Blast him!" This he's shit running away. is fucking it's wild. By the way, like because I was like, I was like, he could be, he might get killed right now. Yeah. Like fucking they killed his rock, murder this man. Like yeah, and then he gives him the old uh, the you got to do your own dirt around here, Alonzo. <laughs> yeah. So Fickner doesn't do it. He picks up the ball. Adam Sandler picks up the ball. Hands it to the to the warden. Says, "Yo, shove this up your trophy case or whatever." He says, and uh, and then they probably had the worst next day in prison of all time because they're all Okay, but this movie fucking rocks because, like, I was expecting a little bit of like a, a like a, a, a epilogue. Nope, or whatever. Ends. 
It's just, it's over. It's like, just, nope, here comes the, just Nellie's, here comes the boom. And, and a the, lot and of the like, most aggressively 2005 credits you've ever seen in your life. Were, the credits were like ensconced in barbed wire. Like, it was just like streaking across the screen. Um, and that's it. That's that's the longest yard. Uh, apparently, Fickner's like, I'm not going to say that you're a murderer. And I guess he's. I guess that means that maybe Paul Crew gets out in three years. Who knows? Um, but we got to watch a very good football movie out of it. Yeah. Um, this movie was like a huge hit back in the day when it came out. I remember everyone talking about it. I never watched it because I just assumed it was horrible. Yeah. Same. I, I, I was. I've I'm seen gonna, it. Spoiler. A couple times. I was wrong. This is a young, very ed- movie. young edgy TJ would have hated it if he saw it just on principle. Probably, yeah. Well, I don't know. I love. I mean, movies. adult Sean might have hated it on principle if I hadn't watched it again recently. So I can't like even yeah, fuck. I don't know, know. Maybe, but I do love sports movies. Even young edgy TJ loves sports movies. But I don't know. It is pretty good. <laughs> like I, I really, I, I don't know if it was. I think Gogs coming in with like the lowest expectations possible, but like I really enjoyed this movie a lot. I think Gogs called it alarmingly competent, which I think is like a pretty good description. Although, like, and everybody said it so far, all the non actors in this movie are strangely very good, and maybe it's a it's a thing because they're all non actors. Like it bounced. I don't know why. Like, but what what was the movie we watched? Uh, it was was it he got game where it was the 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 basketball player who with was Ray like, Allen, and he was like pretty bad, like you know, but like it like rested on his shoulders. Oh, but then like yeah. Rick Fox was fantastic, right? Yeah, was it Rick it, Fox? Yeah. yeah, Rick Fox was in that, right? It's yeah, weird yeah, how yeah. that works. Like everyone's good in this movie. Like even wrestlers. Like you know, we have WWE star where you make fun of a lot of like wrestlers acting. Yeah, but, like. This movie is like primarily act of wrestlers, and they're all fun. And like, I would argue that, like, in a lot of cases, like being funny is harder than being dramatic. And like, maybe it's because there were so many of them, they didn't feel as much pressure. Yeah, I, yeah, they're just comfortable. Yeah, like said, yeah, I agree. Like, I think maybe that is part and of it. Like, it's, like a, it's an Adam Sandler movie. Like, I'm sure maybe, he's not like pushing like. But maybe that for helped. them for like perfection maybe, or anything like that. He's like, whatever, man, do whatever you maybe want. Maybe that's why Garnett's so good in Uncut Gems. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe it's just like he puts people at ease or something. But like, I'm sure Sam, he does. He seems like the most easygoing guy like on earth. Well, Garnett's Al, so you fucking saw the, good in that the movie, basketball though. movie, right? Hustle or whatever. How's Valanciunas in that movie? Is he good? He's fantastic. Like you would have thought <laughs> well, he was. An there act- you go. I mean, Sandler is good in this, and, like, I usually yeah. can't stand him, like, but he's, he, like, he doesn't feel like Adam Sandler in this movie. Well, I think, he, I don't remember if you or Alec that brought it up, that it's, like, he doesn't, like, have that, like, oh, I'm still the best, and, like, I'm better than everybody, it's just, like, like, yeah. he's, like, a shithead, but, like, you know, you empathize with him more than, he's not, like, an aspirational shithead, well, like, like, in every like, other movie. In this movie, like, he's actually, he's been humbled. Yeah, yeah, it's me again. Exactly. It's, it's, it's me a Copa. Like the end of the the bit about like, listen, I was in bad with some worse people. I threw the game. I did it. I felt I want. I thought about killing myself afterwards. Like it's like genuine. Like he's his yeah, character, and, like, and his character doesn't want to do any of this shit. Like he he doesn't want to be a part of it. He's kind of like thrust into it. It's like very reluctant. He Although, literally like, says like ten times to the end, "I want to do my three years and just keep yeah. my head down and be done." 
It is crazy, though, that he's in a point-shaving scandal as the NFL MVP. Like, how much money is he gambling that, like, he can't right. cover shit? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Look at, like, somebody like Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Like, God only knows what happened. You know what I mean? He had a huge gambling problem. Well, so. he, they cashed out on his dad. <laughs> yeah. <it, laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean. I, and I, I took that it, personally. It, it's just very yeah. weird, like that Adam Sandler is like, I, like where, like I don't know. I feel like this is a movie he cared about, and like it shows, like where is this level of effort? I think he just movie? likes sports. Like, he does. I mean, he that's put him in a Patrick's and everything, and you put him in a sports movie. Sports. Yeah, he, he put him in a movie where he gets to react to sports. Like he's great in Uncut Gems. We've already talked about that. He's yeah. great in Hustle. He's good in this like i i kind of want to watch bulletproof because i don't think he gets very adam sandlery in bulletproof he's great in the water boy yep great in the water boy. i mean out of like the adam sandlery movies like water boy is like one of the better ones like, oh, yeah. like, and, billy madison. Yeah. and billy madison yeah. i'm a happy gilmore guy myself I, you know i don't know if, i i feel like i've never actually seen happy gilmore oh i'm a big fan of that chubbs I'll, peterson i'll have to yeah. watch it that's got the guy from that, uh, Requiem. Oh, that's what I meant. Happy Gilmore. I'm sorry. That's a, the golf one is what I was talking about, not Billy Madison. Yeah, Billy Madison's a little insufferable. Billy Madison, what to touch the yeah. That's like the most Adam Sandlery of all of yeah, well, them. It does have that. But I was that great bit where it's like watch that movie. Yeah, so like, that uh, is the worst answer anyone has ever given to anything, and we are all stupider for yeah, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> And uh, better. Sonya, magazine Sonya, day. Sonya Blade is in that movie, and she's like, very yeah. she she did a lot for me. In my that Veronica Vaughn, you, you know, know I'm talking about. God, she was in Last Action Hero. Yeah. And... You she was Sonya in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. She, oh, or no, she's in the first Bridget. Oh, yeah, 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 Bridget something or other. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. Um, but anywho, that's that's the longest yard. Um. I'm going to go ahead and say it, man. Like, one of the shocks, this is like one of the biggest shocks of the year. Alex said it in the text, uh, analog outside of the show, but this is a, for me anyway, and I'm pretty sure I speak for the room. This is another Dark Shadows where, like, I went into this going, oh, fuck. This is going to be awful. And then I loved it. Like, Dark Shadows, I will defend that movie, and I can't stand Tim Burton or Johnny Depp. Yeah. Uh, Also, uh, also miss me with Helena Bonacarta, too. Johnny Depp is a guy that like aged like 40 years in like 20 minutes. I don't know if you guys have seen pictures of him <laughs> lately. Like he went like in the trial, he looked, you know, he looked like Johnny Depp, but now he looks like 800. Like he looks like Mickey Rourke's dad. Like what is <laughs> packed with Satan? Like expire. What happened? Like he looks like awful now, but anyway, well, some, somebody finally got rid of that portrait he had in the attic. Right. Exactly. <laughs> But, like, Dark Shadows is a movie that I still, to this day, people, like, talk to me about. I'm like, dude, you got to watch it. It's funny as hell. a ton of fun, yeah. It's so good, and everybody hated it. Uh, now, this is the opposite, because people love this movie, but I just assumed I was going to hate it. And I I loved it. I loved every minute of yeah. it. It was quick. It was funny. It felt like a throwback to kind of, like, like I said to Gogs when we watched this, like, this felt kind of like the same kind of vibe as, like, a major league. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's that kind of movie where it's, it's not like, quite as heady as a major league, too. No, no. It's not as yeah. good as major league one either, but, like, it's still good. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's let's get into five knuckle shuffles. I feel like we don't have anything outside of scores that we want to talk about. Is there? 
No. No. Uh, Alec. Um, well, actually, real quick. Nelly, this is the only movie Nelly ever did. That's Holy shit. That's that a I shame. Find, like, his IMDb is hard to go through because there's so many music videos music on there. videos, yeah. But this is the only movie I could really find on there that he made. And, like, well, he, in his he's defense, on some TV shows and, like, some episodes and arcs on some TV shows, but no other movies, which is kind of surprising. He was probably too busy coming all yeah, that time to be in I anything because, like, that guy was getting it for oh, sure. I also didn't realize how, sh- like, Nelly's my height. Like, I thought Nelly was a bigger dude. Yeah, that's he's what he a- wants you to think. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get on sh- stage by himself. I need to get shot like Nelly music videos because I always thought he was like a big dude and he's, he's a, he's a gogsman. Oh, I, 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 um, I don't like. I always remember that that there's one chick in that uh the it's getting hot in here video that's like her breasts are, are very prominently displayed. I, I that woman is it Courtney like, Cox Arquette. That woman has lived. I don't know her name or anything, but that woman has was lived she in my half mind. black and Asian? Yes, probably. Nice. But she's lived in my <laughs> mind for twenty years. <laughs> I can still remember her. Anyway, sorry. Um, this movie, I'm gonna give it a seven. Lower than I expected. I really, I thought it was fun. I thought it was good. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I felt like it was too long. Like a little bit. I didn't. I honestly didn't even notice. Like it's almost two hours. So yeah, this movie could have been trimmed down some. Um, I guess probably some of the training montages, maybe. Yeah. The mud, the yeah. mud slide. There's scene, kind of like. like- a repeat of the training montage is a little much. Like, I, I agree with you on there. Like, they have the training montage, but then they also they have, like, a montage for each progression of talent they have, instead of just one montage for all of the training. So they have a montage where they're all bad, then a montage where they're okay, then a montage where yeah. they're good. So you don't need so many montages, man. Terry McLaurin now, deserves to be on a better team. montage is starting to lose all meaning to me. Um, <laughs> I love montages, though. <laughs> so do I. It's one of my favorite ways to train. I also yes. love that. Uh, I love that South Park. It's like, gonna be a montage. <laughs> well, I mean, I think we all love the movie that's exclusively montages. Rocky Four. Yeah, it's an hour and a half of montages. It's great. <laughs> yeah, that um, was kind of wild watching that on the show and realizing that the entire movie was a montage. <laughs> <laughs> but uh this movie is this movie is fun like it's it's better than i i remember thinking it was fine but uh it's better than i remember and like you said everybody said everybody's good at it like kevin nash is legit like great at it yeah um it probably would have maybe got another bump a point or two if adam sandler seemed to give any kind of shit like at all uh but i guess maybe that's part of his charm as the character um, yeah, I thought that was kind of how he was playing it. I didn't think that was him. But he's also kind of like he's all sh- kind of like. Oh, oh, there you went. We lost Alec. Uh oh, uh oh. We'll get we'll get him back. His yeah. head his headset might have died. Um, he snared his headphones. We'll 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 give him the floor when he comes back. Uh, Gogs. Uh, I'm also going to give it a seven. Uh, and. I enjoyed it a lot. It's as good as Repo Men. And uh, it's... uh, I expected this to be a two or a three. So the fact that it's uh, this far north of a five is is still shocking to me. Uh, Oh, let him in. 
someone outside of Gog's Corp wants in. Got to admit. <laughs> um, Somebody's knocking on the door. Did, I let him in. Where'd he, where'd he go? <laughs> let me in. Uh, let me in. Uh, Bill Gates, Donald Trump, <laughs> let me in. in uh, <laughs> um, so... I don't. I thought it was. I thought it was a lot of fun. The football scenes are great. Like the montage scenes are great. Like Adam Sandler's good in it. Chris Rock's good in it. Fickner's good in it. It's it's like a wave. It's the it's one of the best Happy Madison movies I could have imagined. But back to Alec. Yeah, I, was just, I, I forget what I was even rambling about. I just, You're saying uh, how like Sandler I, was kind of checked out. Yeah, I would say he was checked out, and it, like the character itself was checked out. But also, I don't know how much you heard. I don't know what happened, but uh, they're in like in the cafeteria scene. Like Victor goes to brain him, and he would just catches his prison baton in midair. Yeah. Like yeah, like he's like yeah. Superman. <laughs> like I don't I don't know that anybody could do that without getting broken bones in their hand. Like, yeah, that but shattered your full, hand. Well, maybe it's like a Brazil man. thing where it all takes place in his mind palace after he's beaten half to death in the first five minutes of the well, actually, movie. Oh, maybe. TJ made movie that joke. Place over like five <laughs> seconds real time. Yeah. TJ made that joke. Like, he's like, he died in that car crash, and the rest of this is just. Oh, his my brain God. Dying. Yeah. Like, it's, it's insane. Like, how is he not dead? Like, that, this is like absurd. Like, I, I appreciate, like, the Jacob's what they, Ladder. What they wanted to do, but, like, the actual scene. Sequence is fucking absurd. Uh, it sounded like Gogs was talking when I came back on, so Gogs. Oh, he yeah. gave it a seven as well. I also gave it a seven. I thought okay. it was a lot of fun, but it was way better than I expected. I've never seen it before. Uh, I like it when Adam Sandler doesn't Adam Sandler it up too much, and everyone else in the movie, the supporting cast is great, especially all the wrestlers were surprisingly competent. So. Uh, and it's well shot. It's 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 a fun movie. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna need to revisit it much. I don't think I will. But it's like it's not what I expected. This is like this is like a reprieve from you know. It's like the the governor called. You're not getting executed. Like I thought this was gonna be a real bad movie, and it turned out to be just fine. So uh, yeah, TJ. Uh, it's actually one of the rare times I'm gonna give a higher score than Alec on a. This is an eight for me. I I really enjoyed this movie a lot. I I thought it was funny and like you know we've watched a lot of comedies where like the the, the comedy has kind of died and it fell flat but I I don't know maybe it's my lizard brain and like some of the kind of I don't know problematic humor that this movie has but I laughed like well, I, I think it was... it's one of those rare cases where like the jokes on the page are not funny but the deliveries are all very good Yeah, yeah. I totally agree um, but, uh, I, I really like this movie a lot and, um, uh, I thought that it was funny. I thought that it was, I, 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 you know, it's interesting that Alex said it's too long. Cause I felt like it was like incredibly well paced. Like I felt like this movie moved at a clip again. Like I said it earlier, but like major league comes to mind. Like that's another movie that like sets up its premise and just goes. And that's how this felt. Like, I don't know. Like I, I think I'm more surprised than anything, but I really, I understand why people really like this movie and why, I mean, obviously Adam Sandler was already, Adam Sandler was already a huge star by the time this movie came out, but this definitely propelled his stardom even more because people refer to this movie a lot when it came out and, and I get it. Like, I, I really like this movie quite a bit. Like, I, I thought it was a lot of fun and uh, again, shocked, shocked at how much I liked it. So yeah, it's an eight for me, dog. 
So uh, I pass the mic to who's left, Sean. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, like I almost want to give it an eight just because my expectations were like dog shit low. But I think it's a seven. Like, I think that's a fair score for this. Like, it's nothing like, oh, my God, you got to go out of your way to watch it. Right, but it's right. like, that's it's better like than it has. Yeah, like, I feel like seven's like, it's good, but I'm probably not going to revisit yeah. it very often. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it loses a point for having an NFL MVP quarterback that's 5'10 in 2005, which would never I, happen. I did. I thought it was Drew Brees. I did think about that. He's Drew like Brees was 5'11". Like but also, Drew Brees is also every time he's mentioned, it's his height is like wow. It's in spite yeah. of that, like he's very good. So, um, but it does gain a point back for uh, Michael Irvin having the blackest tough guy black name ever as Deacon Moss. He's like a King of New York character. Like I want the Deacon Moss movie. Deacon um, Moss sounds like some kind of like sci- Like he sounds like he should be like a colonial cyberpunk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cyberpunk character, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Wasn't the bad guy in Blade there. Deacon Frost? Deacon Frost, yeah. You'll Deacon never be Frost. a blood Frost. Yeah. Um. Uh, the, does the uh, often cited Stephen Dorff blood tornado? Blood tornado. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, this movie's a lot of fun. Like it's it's just fun, you know. Like and I it. I agree with both TJ and Alec. It is too long, but it is also paced appropriately. So it's like the Schrodinger's uh, time right. for a movie. <laughs> like, I don't have any major complaints, but I also don't have anything like besides the guy going, I didn't do it, which might be the funniest thing that ever happened. Just that like I faced. I was in tears. Also, shout out to the movie for dunking on readings. It's like, oh, I can't yeah. read. He's like, don't worry about readings for rich people. Yeah, amen to that. Um, but no, it's, it's a lot. It, it it was so much better than um, I was expecting. Also, I didn't spend the whole time dicking around on the phone like I normally do. Yeah, so. me neither. Yeah, I was yeah. actually I was actually very committed to watching this. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. I, yeah, I think we do need to point out one other thing is that by the presence of uh, I I know renowned piece of shit Rob Schneider, but because of Rob yeah, Schneider's yeah. character, this movie must take place in the Waterboy verse because. Yeah. Like it's all in the same. Also, like just, Rob Schneider is such a piece of shit. When he shows up, I'm like, ah, like yeah. I, like I, just I totally forgot about it till you mentioned it. Yeah, like he, like I can't divorce what I know about him in real life. Like, but didn't we be... have? Didn't we have a similar issue? Uh, like with another Adam Sandler movie where it ended up being was what the fuck was it that we watched? We all kind of oh, it was a Jack and Jill. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember when we did that? Yeah. Oh, I remember. That yeah. that that was uh, not a good movie, but we all enjoyed it. Also, not funny. It, yeah, we enjoyed it kind of in spite of itself because it yeah. was so bad. And well, so I'm not like, Al anymore. So t- dunk. I mean, dunk. <laughs> How are we ever going to forget Dunkachino? Kids from seven to seventeen. To 17 oh. <laughs> That should make me laugh so hard. I actually edited Al Pacino's Wikipedia page. (laughs) Dunk. Dunk, yeah. I changed his name to Alphonse Dunk Pacino. It didn't last very long, but I got a screenshot of somewhere. And then when not as good good as uh, my favorite Wikipedia edit of all time was Alec after the Machado trade. We changed the Orioles to the Baltimore Orioles were a professional baseball team. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also. When uh when Dune came out and the logo the the, the font looked like junk. junk that was pretty funny. <laughs> Dune too uh, pretty soon. 
Oh, I can't wait. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, all right. So wh- whose pick is it next week? Uh, who hasn't called? I that? got one. We all have one, I think. I'm going to change mine. Okay. All right. This was Alex's pick. Alex, think of a number between one through ten, I guess. Seven. Okay. I was going to add you. Wait, I was going to guess it. Yes. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was going to say seven, so now <laughs> I win. I don't know what to do. Uh, Sean picked seven first. What uh? What do you uh, What do you got, Sean? I don't remember what it's called, but I think it's called Penitentiary. It's some prison fighting movie or some one of the shoot fighter movies that takes place in a prison. But I'll text you guys. It's going to be some prison fighting karate right. movie. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, prayer Jesus. before dying. Oh, my God. Up. I just got a new pick because of what, what Sean just said. What did you pick? I already got my pick. What is it? Story of Ricky. Oh, yeah. Let's do that next. I love that movie. All right, fine. Story of Ricky right. is the pick. Hell yeah. Dogs, Penitentiary starring Leon Isaac Kennedy. I think so. Is that oh. is it a fighting prison movie? Uh, I might just have like a title. A, a boxing prison movie. Maybe the guy's got boxing gloves punching through bars. Hell yeah! But well, we're doing story not, of Ricky next week. I do not Dogs. know the story of Ricky. Do you remember the old Daily Show where they had the five Frank questions Gilborn with the moment of Zen, where it was that guy smashing that guy's head? No, it was five yeah. questions. It wasn't the moment of Zen. Oh, it wasn't. Well, yeah. Story of Ricky is it's it's based off a manga by the guy that made Fist of the North Star and it's fucking insane and super violent and it's great. The, the, that head getting crushed like that is the least weird thing that happens in that movie. Oh, I can't believe you got Alec. You've never <laughs> seen Story of Ricky, right? No, I'm looking at the IMDb oh. page right now. It looks oh, I, fucking I can't wild. Wait. I can't wait for you guys to watch this movie. I'm genuinely excited. How did I not think hour, about? It's only an hour and a half. Perfect. Oh, it's yeah. It, oh, it's great. It's oh, I can't wait to watch this movie. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you, Sean, for even bringing. I don't know how I didn't think of Story of Ricky the first time. All right, Story of Ricky. Right. I'm pumped. I might oh, just yeah. watch it tonight <laughs> after after Washington wins this game. Come on, baby. Yeah. All right. Anyway, All right. bye everybody. Eat your own ass. You know what to do. Mm. Bye bye. Later. Yo.